You're listening to the Bumbling Yeti Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is John from the Bumbling Yeti Podcast, episode number 58. Um, I haven't done a podcast in a bit. Uh, I got a lot of stuff going on. Sorry, I was just grabbing my water here. Um, a lot of things going on. I actually started something new. I know it's ignorant to drink while I'm talking, but I apologize. I'm a little parsed. I think that's the word. Anyhow, uh, yeah, I've been a little bit busy lately, um, traveling a little bit for work. Um, I have uh, another uh, another thing I started uh, here. I'm the bumbling Yeti. Uh, however, uh, you may have heard me talk about um, how much I like to golf and and how much I enjoy that. And um, so I started another channel. Actually, I started a YouTube channel called The Bumbling Golfer, um, where essentially I do exactly what I'm doing here. I play golf, but then I kind of talk through my round, my swing thoughts and all that. So anyway, if you're interested in that, um, feel free to check it out. I'm not here to talk about that. Um, but like my work schedule has been a little hectic. Um, you know, it's a new year. Um, I, I don't want to really talk about work, but with my work travel schedule, uh, it's been a bit. Um, it's been more than what I've, I've been used to for the past several years, obviously with COVID and all the travel restrictions and all that, but I'm kind of back in full swing. Um, I'm actually enjoying it. Uh, it's not the, um, I don't really enjoy the travel part, but the results of the travel per se is actually really worth it for sure. So that's what I want to talk about right now is, is kind of like my, my travel world and, um, I've been wanting to do a podcast kind of when I say live, I don't really mean live, but I want to record it kind of in real time when I'm traveling, like through the airport or, um, mostly through the airport. That's what I really think about this stuff a lot. So, uh, one of the things that I've been trying to do is, is really remember the key points of, of when I am traveling. I'll tell you what, it is not the same as it was before. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a little bit older. and I, I mean, maybe. I don't really think that's the case. But there are a tremendous amount of people that either flat out forgot how to travel. I'm talking going, just walking through an airport, getting out of an Uber, getting out of a car, getting out of a shuttle uh, at the airport. Like, it literally starts from the time that I arrive at an airport. It is just unreal to me that people will like, I don't know if they're just ignorant to it, not like the ignorant in a bad way, just like they have no idea. I don't know what it is, but I mean, when I travel, I try to travel as smart as I can, as light as I can. Um, and generally speaking, I'll take one backpack. So I bought this really nice backpack off Amazon. I can um, roll my clothes up, which makes my clothes kind of really small. Um, I have my my work laptop in there and I have all the stuff that I need for, I generally go for about a day, maybe two days. Um, this past week, and not this week, the, the previous week, I was out um, 
I was traveling, I guess, Monday night. I was back home Thursday night. But what's interesting to me is when I go to an airport, I don't know if people just don't get it or maybe they're just nervous. I've, I've seen a lot of people that are really nervous and you know my past episodes i've talked about being nice and and to be honest with you i i can say this wholeheartedly that when i see people struggling i try to help them but some people look like they travel all the time now i've been to the airport and i've seen the same people on the same flights and they are just all over the place when i say all over the place they don't realize that their bag is too big and when I say that, when you get to those of you who haven't traveled in a while, or even if you do travel, I'm not a big fan of checking bags. I feel like stuff always gets lost and and all that. But I'm also not the kind of person who's going to pack a giant bag and try to sneak it on a plane, take up four places, you know, in the overhead compartment, and then you know, see people struggling trying to get a backpack in overhead. The point I'm trying to make is some people just really try to get over on these airlines. Now, mind you, I like to travel. I, well, I don't like to. I prefer to travel on American Airlines. There's less delays. There's less canceled flights. There's, It's just easier for me. Um, and going in and out of the airports that I normally go in and out of, it's just easy. They're, they're a hub. There's a hub in Philadelphia. There's hubs in in most of the locations that I actually go to. So, yeah, I I just can't understand why people travel the way they do. Now, I'm not just talking about being confused or being worried or scared or super nervous. I will get through, I've stood in TSA lines. I, I need to get the TSA global. Everyone that I work with tells me I need to get it. I have to do that. But I stand in line with everyone else. And you hear the um, TSA people, um, TSA, I don't know what they are, TSA officers, attendants. Um, They will tell you everything that you have to do. So, Take off your hats, take off your jacket, take off your shoes, no belts or your belts optional, you know, laptops out of your bag, um, shoes in the contain in the, in the bin. It's, it's kind of different in every airport. Some airports are super easy. Um, Philadelphia, I think is, is really easy. I've been down there and there's been lines of hundreds of people and it takes 15 or 20 minutes to get through. It's not terrible, but you get in these lines and then they say, now the, the crazy thing is you don't even have to show your boarding pass. You show your ID and they scan your ID, which thinking about it now, there's all kind of ID things that around voting time that people complain about. So I, I don't know what that is. So anyhow, getting back to my, my point, I will work my way through the line. I will get up there. And I really try hard to be as polite as I can be. When I when I get through TSA, I say thank you. I say please. And then when I'm leaving, I say have a safe day. And people generally respond pretty well. Now, I've been in situations also where I've been, I've been yelled at because my feet were not on 
the yellow footprints inside the x-ray machine where you have to hold your hands up over your head. Um, I get that. I do. Uh, I don't think there's any reason for people to be rude, but sometimes you, know, you don't know what kind of day they're having. So anyhow, getting through the lines. Um, this past week, I was traveling for work and I was I, I went to a, a city for a day and I ended up flying back home. Very worth it. Um, it wasn't crazy expensive, which was great. And I'm always trying to keep be mindful of of budget at work. But there was a group of people that looks like they never flew ever. I think it was a mom and a dad. I believe it was like five or six kids um, look like maybe 14 to I don't know. They had one in a stroller so. Quite an age disparity and the, the older kids were great and the parents were okay, but like trying to, I've traveled with my family and sometimes it can be difficult, but they, they really had no idea what they were doing. And the, the person that was checking the tickets or IDs before you go through the security line, like rolled her eyes at me and she's like, Oh, I'm so sorry for the wait. I was like, it's fine. You know, there's you know, some people travel better than others. That I get. I completely get that kind of stuff. But when when you're not following directions, and I don't know, we'll say if, if you're going on a family vacation, that's stressful enough. But if you're a traveler and you travel for work, I, I'm I'm sorry. Like I feel like you need to have your shit together. Like if you don't have your shit together, then what are you doing? What what are you doing? So get through security, get all your stuff together. And then people just stand there waiting for their bags to come through the x-ray machines. I also understand, understand that as well. I'm mainly talking about people that you can tell they travel and they're just either oblivious to everything or they just don't care about other people and, and there maybe their sense of urgency. So get through security. And, um, and again, this, this has happened a few times to me. That's why I want to talk about it now that, and the fact I haven't really posted anything or, or did a podcast for a while, but I've gone through security dozens, probably a few hundred, maybe, maybe a hundred times I would say. Um, and generally speaking, it's a, it's a pretty smooth process. Now you get, through security and you have to go put your shoes and stuff on. There are people that will put all their bags on benches. There's nowhere to sit. There's probably four or five benches in security. You got to put your shoes back on. In my case, I have to put my shoes on my belt on. I'm trying to hold my pants up because I have no ass to hold my pants up. I'm putting my laptop back in my bag. I'm making sure all my stuff's together, making sure I have my ID and everything in my, and my phone in my pockets. Go to sit down and there's no room. And, and look for me, it's whatever, but I've seen guys sit down and take up an entire bench and not let women sit down or not let older people sit down or people with kids. Like I just don't understand. So th this is my kick on the whole travel thing. Now, the other piece is, you know, people will, I can't see I'm generalizing. I have seen people just not be helpful at all. They'll use four different trays, go through security, go through the x-ray machine, and then they'll leave the trays there. Like that to me is like leaving a shopping cart at your car. That just burns me up. I don't know why. 
I do know why, because it's being lazy. All you got to do is pick the bucket up and put it down. Pretty easy. So anyhow, as I'm, as I'm sitting there, and I'm a big people watcher. I love watching people. I love going out at Christmas time, doing all my shopping because I know exactly what I'm doing. And I'll sit in a mall or I'll sit in a store. Or I'll walk around a store and just watch people like lose their minds. I do the same thing in airports. I walk through this week when I went, I was in the airport super early. Like when I say super early, I was probably there around 5 a.m. Probably around 5 a.m. Not many people. A lot of the stores weren't open that, you know, the, the, the shops and, you know, the shops and all that kind of stuff weren't open. There was a few of them open, but you look at, you know, where there's a Dunkin', you know, where there's a Starbucks and the lines are forever. Like I'm talking 50, 60 people deep, which again, that's fine. That's what you need. If that's what you want to do every morning, do your thing. But they stand directly across where everyone has to walk. And when you're walking through, you say, excuse me, and they roll their eyes at you or be like, yo, you couldn't have walked around. No, dude, I couldn't walk around because you're blocking the entire aisle. And then it turns out when you get to your gate, they want to know information from you because they think you're their friend. And that isn't the way things work. You can still be polite. I'm always I'm generally polite. Um. But people have lost their minds. I don't know if they've lost their minds or they just don't care. Or they're just oblivious or just they're just not interested in anything but themselves. The other thing is this. Getting to your gate, right? So you get through the whole place. You, you pick up your little snacks or whatever you're doing. You go to your gate. So I just recently have been, I don't know, through, I guess, through my my credit card, I'm able to upgrade. Um for free. If there's a waiting list for first class and I go and I do it early enough, I get upgraded to first class. Again, I don't travel far enough to really be worried about first class, but it's nice every once in a while. I did get bumped um, not too long ago, which was nice. And I actually got to sleep a little bit. So you get up to the gate and everyone wants an upgrade for free. And people just complain. They complain and complain and complain. And the flight, the, 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 I guess the people, the gate agents, I guess you would call them. They're trying to help them and they're getting screamed at. I saw at one time a person jump over the counter and try to grab the gate agent. Now, mind you, they could have just walked around and really got them if they wanted to. But this person was so irate. They jumped over the counter. They were quickly um, escorted out by the police, which it was weird because it was a woman with her teenage kids and her husband and they escorted her out and the teenage kids were like crying and the husband's like you know had to had to deal with that mess so anyway um yeah so you get to the gate and then a line starts to form a line starts to form so anyway I, what i was trying to say is that you know i've i've been upgraded i guess through my credit card through my miles because i'm traveling a little bit more excuse me so so i get i i guess what you call priority boarding there's like on american airlines it's like one through four is priority five through nine is i guess main cabin i don't even know what it means i sit with the same damn people it doesn't even matter i get on the plane i don't even use the overhead compartments i put my backpack my single bag under the seat in front of me so everyone else can have a storage up top but a line forms and people 
literally will speed walk. I'm not going to say run. I've seen some people run, but they will speed walk as fast as they can to get to the front of the line to hurry up and get behind someone else in line on the jetway and take 15 minutes to get into the plane anyway. I don't understand. Now, getting into the jetway, I'm standing and I always leave enough room in front of me. It's kind of like being pulled up behind a car at a red light. I always leave enough room in case something weird happens or I got to move or something. These people behind me are literally, and I hate using that word, but I can feel the heat from their breath on my neck. They're that close to me. Why do you need to stand that close to somebody? I don't understand. And then you turn around and be like, hey, you know, can you give me a little bit of space? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. And they they apologize. And then you take two steps up and they're right on your back again. And you turn around, you look, you're like, hey, can I have a little bit of room? So that's that piece, right? And so everyone's in a hurry to get in line to get on the plane. Now, fast forward to getting on the plane. Flight attendants for the most part, have been really, really nice. Uh, I can't imagine what they deal with every day. I wouldn't want to deal with that. But I get on the plane and I just say hi to everyone and I make sure that you know I'm pleasant because you never know when they're feeling generous and want to give you an extra cookie or an extra bag of pretzels or you know they want to hit you twice for a drink or whatever the case is. So I do that. And then you get to walk through first class and everyone's looking at you like they're better than you. I actually, when I sat in first class, I felt horrible because people were walking by. I didn't want to make eye contact. I was actually a little bit embarrassed. I didn't pay for it, but you know, whatever. Uh, and then they treat you better in first class or business class. I guess they call it. Seats are way comfortable. I do. I can say that they're, you know, you get more room. But on an hour and a half flight, is it really worth it? Like the seat isn't that much bigger and I'm going to lean my head against the window just like I do, you know, back with the peasants where I normally sit, right? So with the common folk. Um, so there's that. And then you you get on the plane and there's always a few people that have no idea that they should put their bag over where they're sitting. So if you're in row 14... You should put your bag above you in row 14, right? That's That makes the most sense to me. No. These people have to put their bag in the very front in row, I don't know, row eight, which is right behind business class. So they don't have to carry it back too far. Meanwhile, the people that are coming in are kind of doing the same thing. And by the time the people in row eight come in to sit down and put their bags away, there's no room. I don't understand. And these people are smashing their bags up in there. They're moving other people's stuff. Can you tell I'm a little frustrated here? This is, uh, it's just one of them things. It's just, it's so weird to me the way people behave. And, and I guess the lack of respect and the lack of understanding, whatever the case is. So, me. I get through all that, right? Get through all that, get to my seat, put my bag underneath to get my earbuds, my Raycons. Shout out to Raycon. I don't have them in now, but I use them for everything I have. Look at this. I actually have dropping stuff left and right. I got a pair of Raycons right here. Raycons. I just got another new pair. These things are awesome. 
I use them when I play golf. I use them when I mow the lawn. Anyway, so I get back, I pull my earbuds in, start to play some music. I put my bag underneath the front seat. I take my drink out if I have it, put it in a little pouch in the back of the seat. I just sit there and I hang out. I have my music playing. And then you can slowly start to see people getting on and not being able to put their bags anywhere. And then they start to freak out. And then the flight attendants are saying, you have to bring your bag up. You have to check it. And people are like, I don't want to check my bag. Why don't you want to check your bag? Oh, because it's going to have to go to baggage claim. And I don't want to have to go to baggage claim. I just want to grab my stuff. I want to head out. I understand that. That's why I try to pack as light as I can. So now you have people that are in the back of the plane trying to bring their bags forward. Flight attendants are passing them over. The whole thing is just insane to me. So I have to say this. If you're one of those people that have a rolling bag that you damn well know doesn't fit in that little template thing they have before you get on the jetway, if you have a bag that's bigger than that, you are a special piece of kind of shit. Special piece of kind, special kind of piece of shit. That's what I'm saying. And listen, I'm trying to be nice. I always, I preach that here. Be nice, be nice, be nice. But those kind of people, I really messed that up, by the way. That's hilarious. My mind is just going off. I just don't understand why people have to be so ignorant, right? So just check your bag. American Airlines will check your first bag for free. They're not going to bust your shoes over it. They're just going to say, hey, you got to check your bag. Now you go pick it up and baggage clean. So now people are starting to freak out. I was getting on a plane. Where was I? I think I was in Asheville, Asheville, North Carolina. I was there for a work event. I got there okay. Everything was pretty cool. Actually, thinking about it now, when I went, I had to fly from Philadelphia to Charlotte, Charlotte to Asheville, North Carolina. So it was a bigger plane to a small plane. It was a a CRJ 900. It's a small plane. And the, the amount of time, it took over 45 minutes to board the plane in Philadelphia. The flight attendants were were basically on the on the intercom telling people that they had to sit down and hurry because we were going to miss our push off time, which we did. We were a little bit delayed. Then they finally get the plane, you know, um, I guess the plane was loaded. We'll say that we go to push off and people are like, oh, you know, I have to sit down and like they're pushing all. It was crazy. So then I'm like, okay, maybe it was just a fluke thing. I get to Asheville and I'm on a plane that probably, I don't know, maybe 50 people, 50, maybe 50 people, maybe a little bit more. I don't know. However many were on there. It took that plane about 35 or 40 minutes to board too. I could not believe it. People were just kind of strolling through looking around. Oh, this isn't my seat. My seat's back here. Oh, my seat's up there. I must've walked past it. How do you not know what row you're sitting in before you get on the damn plane? Me? It's funny. I talk about my, my oldest daughter like this. She and I are one in the same. We hurry up to make sure we know where we're going. If I'm flying for work or I'm going anywhere for work, I'm making sure when I fly, I walk straight to my gate wherever my gate is to make sure that I know, okay, this is my gate. I can then, I'm then, you know, familiar with my surroundings. 
I don't understand. Some people have no clue. They're just not in. Maybe they're just not interested. Maybe they're just aloof. I don't know. But someone who's traveling, like I'm traveling for work. When I travel for leisure, it's a little bit different. But when I'm traveling for work, and most of the destinations I'm going, destinations I'm going to for work, for the most part, they're almost all business people because I'm traveling during the week, like super early in the morning. But they don't know where their seats are. And then the flight attendants have to tell them, and then you know the plane's pushing off. Finally, everyone gets sent down. You know, everyone, and then they ask you to put your trays up and your seat backs up. And they go through and they have to tell 10 different people to put their tray table up or put their seat back up. And they'll walk past. And as soon as the flight attendant walks past, they pull their tray back down. They put their seat back back. Again, I don't understand. Like, it's not like you could think of it as like an authority thing, but it's really about doing the right thing. Like, don't be that one person that holds everything up. All right. So on the plane. Man, I'm really getting long-winded with this, but this is this is exactly what it goes through my mind, right? This is exactly what goes through my mind. When I'm trying to talk to people and I will be on a plane and someone will sit next to me and be like, can you believe it's taking so long? I was like, I thought I was the only person who was thinking this. And then people in front are like, oh my God, what's wrong with these people? Like, Why are they taking so long? And all right, so you, you, the plane loads, you're good to go. I sat next to a guy on a flight. I don't know what happened. I was in the middle seat in, in in three. So there was a guy sitting next to me. He was on the aisle and he puts his earbuds in and decides he wants to start playing the kick drum with his foot, shaking the entire row. I look at him and I, he had his earbuds in and I look over at him. I put my hand up and he goes, Hey man, what's up? I was like, dude, you're shaking the entire row. He's God, like, oh, I, I, I didn't mean to do that. So the flight attendant walks by, younger flight attendant, and he looks at this flight attendant in one of the most disgusting ways possible. I mean, he basically put his head, he leaned over into the aisle, put his head down, and he looked right at the flight attendant's butt. And he turned to me, and she was only a row in front. He turned to me, he goes, man, he goes, you see the ass on that? On, on that flight attendant and his earbuds are in and my earbuds were in, but I heard what he said. Cause he said it so loud and the flight attendant turned around and looked at him and she looked mad. I said, what did you say? And he's like, Oh, did you see the ass on that flight attendant? I said, dude, I said, I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to, but you can't talk like that. Like that is one of the most disrespectful things. I said, dude, I have daughters. If anyone talks about my daughter like that, they're probably going to get a fist in their mouth. And he just looked at me. He goes, man, I, you know, I was just messing around. And I'm like, do you think it's funny? And several people at this point started turning around. And he's like, oh, he's like, I'm so sorry. I said, dude, you need to apologize to that flight attendant. I was like, I don't know who you think you are or if you behave this way when you're in public. I said, but it's not okay. Now, I'm not trying to be, you know, I mean, look. People think of that all the time, whether you're a guy or a girl, whatever. You can think whatever you want. You verbalize that, you're going to affect other people. And that, to me, was blatantly disrespectful. So from that point on, the guy got up and went to the bathroom mid-flight, and the flight attendant came back, and she's like, oh, you know, I, I really appreciate it. I'm like, I said, don't. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, it, Actually, it is a big deal. I said, you should never have to deal with that. And like I said, I'm not 
I'm not like the savior or whatever, but like, dude, this guy was just so ignorant. And then he wanted drinks. He kept pushing his button and the, the flight attendant kept coming back and you could tell she didn't want anything to do with him. But he kept ordering, I don't know, like vodka club sodas or something like that. So that to me, that ignorance right there, I really struggle with that. So get through the flight and, and I mean, this guy, he was, he must've opened and closed his tray a dozen times. And the person in front of him turned around and said, Hey, you know, can you, you're, you're like really messing with my chair. He's gone, man, I'm really sorry. And like, I, I don't, I think he was just clueless or he was just really, maybe he was a good actor or whatever, but anyhow, I don't really have a tolerance for ignorant people. Like, especially like when they're, when they're affecting someone's work. No, I'm not going to start a fight or anything like that, but um, it got to a point where the flight attendants were just like, you know, it's fine. You know, we'll, we'll we deal with this stuff all the time. And um, it was just really, it was just really bothersome to me. So anyway, ooh, I don't know if you heard that. That was my throat kind of made a weird noise. Anyhow, I, um, so you get through the, so I get through my flight. And again, this, this kind of stuff happens to me all the time. Not the guy talking about the flight attendant, but these kind of things, these experiences I have with delays and people just being, you know, I don't know, in a hurry. And then they hurry up and then then they want to do things on their own time. I don't understand it. So fast forward to landing. Fast forward to landing. Plane lands. They're like, okay, you can use your electronic devices, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, please stay seated. Keep your seatbelt on. Well, we're not even off of the runway, like almost, almost not even done, like breaking, like aggressive breaking. People, you hear their seatbelts coming off. You see them standing up. The flight attendants are getting on the intercom saying you have to be seated, you know, until we get to the gate and, and people just are oblivious as to what's going on. So then the flight attendants start getting aggressive over the intercom saying you have to be seated. And then people start yelling, sit down, sit down because the plane stops and they're like, we're not moving until everyone's sitting. And it just turns into a mess. So then finally get to the gate and the plane stops. You can hear it kind of power down and everyone just jumps up out of their seat, grabs their stuff and stands there in line. Like they have to be the first person off the flight grabbing bags asking people can you grab my bag can you pull it down can you pass it forward can you like no dude just relax sit down in your seat and just chill out for five minutes so my last experience when i just came home i was on a flight back from charlotte and as i was getting ready to exit my row now mind you i was sitting at the window there were two other people in my row they got up left and I think I was in, I was in like row 13 or 14. So I was towards the front of the plane and I go to get out of my seat and a young lady walks so fast, hits me in my head. Like my head kind of snapped a little bit and she looked back. She's like, what's your problem? And she was probably 19, 20 years old. 
Now, mind you, I landed back in Philly, so that's that's generally how people are in 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 the area, uh, especially when you're traveling. You kind of know what you're getting. Um, but she was young and whatever, so she gets off the plane, and she when I tell you she hit my head, like I it was I was really surprised. So anyway, I go to get off the plane. Flight attendants are like, "Yeah, thank you, you know, for flying, whatever." It was probably one of the best landings I've had in a long time, which was great because I've had some pretty rough landings lately. But so I get out of the, uh, finally get out of the plane, go walking up the jetway. People are standing there yelling at the people in the jetway, asking where their check bags were. And they're telling them they're in, they're telling them they're at, um, uh, baggage claim. And they're like, well, I don't understand. Now I have to go there. And I, all this crazy stuff. So you have that. So now you get off the plane, you're walking up the jet bridge jetway whatever it is you get out into like the main concourse area to try to walk me i was just trying to get back down to the shuttle area so i could get a shuttle back to the uh, parking lot get my truck and finally get home well so i'm doing all that and as i'm walking people are blazing past me and then i come to the realization i think i've mentioned this on other podcasts that i've had I'm, I feel like I'm uh, like, I'm just hustling. I feel like I'm just walking. I'm like, man, I'm going to be home. This is great. I'm going to go home, get a shower. By the way, I'm a big, I have to shower after I fly, no matter what, where I go. I just feel I have to wash off the airplane air. I don't know if anyone else feels the same way, but I do. So I'm walking and I feel like I'm just hustling, feel like I'm hustling and people are blowing past me. And then I realized, John, you have really short legs. I mean, for every two steps I'm taking, most people are taking one. And there are little people, there are kids like kind of blazing past me, and they don't look like they're moving that fast. And here I am trying my hardest to speed walk to keep up with what I believe are normal people just normally walking. So get through the ho- hotel, get through the uh, airport, finally get down to uh, baggage claim call. Smart Park, Smart Park in Philadelphia is the way to go. Smart Park or Easy Park, they're just so they're the best, straight up, cleanest cars, best people, super easy, and you don't have to wait any more than ten minutes. So I do that, and I go to get in. I go to get in the shuttle, and ten people come running up. Oh, I called for that. I called for that, and the guy says, "Oh, you know what's your name?" I'm like, "My name's John." He goes, "Yep, John Party One. Yep, that's me." And then these people come up and they're like, we have a reservation. And and the guy's like, okay, you know, what's your name? So they, he does the best to accommodate them. Now, some people aren't as accommodating. Some people just realize that they are the most important and they have to get what they want. If they don't, um, they make a complaint. They'll complain. They'll put a, a bad review on Facebook. They'll, they'll, blast someone out on social media i was sitting uh this most recent time there was a a lady um who get who got in the van late and she was complaining she's like oh you know i I thought i was gonna have to wait you know this is unprofessional she's like i'm gonna make a i'm gonna put a bad review on facebook and every single person in the van was just basically told her like you were the problem i didn't even have to say anything they were like you're the problem so that squashed that real quick. So anyway, long story short, I 
actually, long story long, that was a lot of talking there. My point is this. Traveling is not even close to being the same as what it used to be. I don't know if it's just the the environment's changed or if people are just super different or what the case is. But for me, traveling is way different. People are not the same in general. The other thing that really bothers me, and and this is like I'm very thankful for my job, for my my employer and all that. I'm over the top thankful. I see people on their laptops eating in an airport at like eight, nine, ten o'clock at night, depending on when I'm coming back. And they are, you know, then they're on the plane and they're doing spreadsheets and all that. I'll work on an airplane. I will. I've done it. I'll work in an airport. I've done that. I know people that do it, but I see people like doing hardcore things like full on presentation mode. And I mean, that kind of stuff makes me think like how, how happy and how thankful I am that I'm, I'm able to not have to do that every single time and travel every single day or, you know, every week or every two weeks. I'm, I'm very lucky in that case, but yeah. So the whole travel thing, man, it is different. It is way different. So when I do travel and it's within a certain amount of hours, I 100% drive. It costs about the same for for the company, I guess, right? For mileage and all that. But I know that I'll get there when I get there. If I get stuck in traffic, I still know I'll get there. My car, you knock on wood, is uh, my truck is like the greatest truck on the planet. And I really take care of it. But I'll drive it anywhere. And, you know, I can stop when I need to stop. I don't, for the most part, I don't have to really deal with people unless I'm stopping for gas or maybe grabbing something to eat. But, um... Yeah, traveling and flying right now is not like it it's just not the same. It's it's harder, I feel like, because more people are doing it and the airports are more crowded than I've ever seen them ever, even pre-COVID. And sometimes it's hard to deal with, right? So sometimes you just I'm not a big crowd person. Like I love music, I love concerts, I love sporting events but i don't like the crowds i don't when when you you know when i go play golf i prefer to play golf with one or two people i don't like playing golf with four people i don't know why it's just kind of a weird thing i'm i can i guess i'm getting better with that but i mean i've turned away sports tickets uh concert tickets because i'm just it's just not my thing so anyway Travel, it's interesting. It really is. I don't know if you have any travel stories that that, that you've had and uh, or anything like that, but like connections. I, I'll tell you this: for those of you who fly to Charlotte and you have to go um, from, I think it's like Gate B or C to Gate F, maybe, maybe E. It's a smaller wing. When I tell you, I, I'm not even joking, and I, I should have. I should have measured it. Maybe I will measure it. It took me 30 minutes to walk there in a brisk walk. Now, mind you, I already talked about my short legs, and that was the first time I realized how short my legs were because people were passing me so fast. Um, but anyway, that's my story with travel. Like Travel is no joke, and it's getting harder, right? 
I was in an airport and there was bad weather in the Northeast. I think I was flying away from the Northeast. Maybe, maybe I was flying to Florida. I can't remember, but there were actually, it was Florida. They started canceling flights to like New York and Orlando to New York and Orlando, Orlando to anywhere in the Northeast is a big flight. They started canceling them and there was 150, there's probably five, 600 people in a line trying to get booked on different flights. And that's like the worst because then the hotels fill up quick and it's just a nightmare. You could be end up spending a night in the airport and that's, that's definitely not ideal. So anyway, that's the scoop that I have for today. Um, I I've been traveling a lot. I've, I've have a lot going on. I'm doing a couple different things. Like I said, I have the golf YouTube channel. It's going to also be a podcast as well. I don't want to bore people with golf on here. I am, I am, I am working on some guests. Um, I'm going to be kind of, I'm going to try to ramp this up a little bit more. Um, I, I have a couple things and I'm going to say them out loud here. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to say it because it's, it's detracting away from what this is. Anyhow, there's going to be some more content coming out soon. Um, um, different guests. And if you have any ideas you want me to talk about, let me know. Uh, it's baseball season. I'm excited. To look, Philly's hat. I wear this Phillies hat everywhere I go. Every time I play golf, I don't care what time of the year it is, how the Phillies are doing. Um, Phillies are just my favorite sports team of all time. So I appreciate you listening. This is John from the Bumbling Yeti, episode number 58. Getting up there. Um, not as fast as I would like, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And sometimes things just don't work out. Um, I have a lot going on and, and um, no excuse, but this is something I enjoy doing. So hopefully people listen. If you don't, that's fine as well. I guess you'll never, I'll never know if you're not listening because you're never going to say anything to me, but um, I appreciate each one of you for listening. Uh, I hope the content is, is good for you. I hope it's better, but think about those days when you travel, think about when you were younger, think about if you have kids now that are older men, remember what it was like traveling with them when they were younger. Um, I'll leave with this. When I travel with my family, if I travel with my kids or um, uh, I've traveled with my mom, my sister, my nephew, and they're like, you know, what, what's the deal? And I'm like, here's the thing. I said, you follow me. I said, cause I'm not stopping. You follow me, do exactly what I do and we'll get through and we'll be good. And we can go eat we can grab a drink, whatever you want to do. That's the best way to do things. So anyway, um, I appreciate you. Uh, summer's coming. It's almost springtime. Actually springtime's right around the corner. Daylight savings is gone, which is fantastic. Uh, but I appreciate you. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you entertaining the idea of listening. This is John at the Bumbling Yeti podcast, episode number 58. I appreciate each and every one of you. Have a wonderful morning, evening, afternoon, whatever. Uh, stay safe, everyone. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. You've been listening to the Bumbling Yeti podcast. Have an idea for a future show or guest? Hit us up on our socials at the Bumbling Yeti or email at the Bumbling Yeti at gmail.com. 